0: With the draft order. So, this is how we're gonna do it. I spent a lot of time, put a lot of effort into it, got very excited. So, that'll go over there. This Everyone is on your... the count of three, put your hand in, pull out a piece of paper. Here we go, one, two, three. Oh, wow, there it is. is. Really exciting. <laughs> number four. Number six. Number one. Number one! <laughs> Tim Brady, mother- <laughs> Congratulations. But that is not where you're going to be drafting. See the kids over there? The kid with your number is your kid. Where they finish in the race is where you draft. Huh, bitches? You you didn't even Uh, pick your own child. That's good because she's not that fast. Dynasty, Devi, Redraft, DFS, and betting. Gridiron Fantasy Show has got
1: you covered. Featuring my guys, Paul Edgington and Derek Cook. Take it away, boys. For this week's episode of the gridiron fantasy show I'm your host Paul Edgington joined by my co-host Derek cook Derek how are you doing this
0: evening I'm doing all right I know that we're both uh, pretty tired we both took some evening naps feeling a little better um, pretty solid week although it sucks I have to uh, also work tomorrow but I'm doing okay man I'm just just slowing down how, how are you doing how are you feeling oh I'm doing
1: peachy key and I'm up, 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 ready to go. Yeah, those evening naps are nice and clutch. A little thirty minute power nap, a little cat nap. Yeah, you know me, give me a cat nap and that's damn near good enough for the whole day for me sometimes. That's what I'll be running on tomorrow, buddy. There you go.
0: Get some coffee and cat nap and you'll be good to go. Yeah, I'm right now I'm living off a of Dunkin' French vanilla iced coffee, so hopefully it keeps me good now and I'm gonna need it tomorrow. But I'm same way. Four hours of sleep, I'm good. I'm ready.
1: All right. Glad the week's over. Glad the NFL Draft is finally here, even though this is our Debbie episode, but wonderful. We're recording this after day two is concluded, so rounds one through th- one through three in the books. Right. So just glad that's here and glad it's going to be over with soon. Some surprises. Oh, plenty of them. Can't wait to talk about that on our Dynasty edition and do some ranking adjustments once again.
0: Uh, there was a lot, of, a lot of ranking adjustments, but yeah, I mean, uh, I'm right there with you. The, the, the draft was awesome. You and I, we were texting, same thing. Uh, this is probably the most exciting draft I've watched in, if not ever, for sure, the last five, six, seven, eight years. All right. Very exciting
1: stuff, but we'll get to why we're actually here, the college side of things. Uh, shit ton of spring games, I think I called this, ep- our last episode, uh... Spring Game Madness Part 1. This is Spring Game Madness Part 2. Part 2. But we'll kick things off down in Alabama. QB battle between Jalen Milrow and Ty Simpson. Jalen Milrow did not look... Did not look very good. He looked good running the ball. That was for damn sure. But we knew that. But passing-wise, he left much to be desired. Ty Simpson looked better than him in that department for sure. And then after the spring games had concluded, we had, uh, in my opinion, pretty big transfer news. Uh, one of your favorites, with a hit of sarcasm, Tyler Buchner or Tyler Buckner. Yeah, I saw that. Transferred from Notre Dame to Alabama, following his old O.C., his boy Tommy Reese. I, I think he's going to be the starter. I know he hasn't been there all spring, but I don't think it's coincidence. You think Buckner's gonna go in there and steal the job? I think so. I, I thought Sam Hartman had this job locked up all off season no matter what. But after the spring game, Ty Simpson looked better than Jalen Millrough. But they were both underwhelming. It was like a Kyle McCord situation. Right. So I don't I don't see Buckner transferring after the spring games to go in there and be a third string to these guys. I think he's gonna go in there and I think he'll end up being the starter week one.
0: As much as I hate to say it, I, I agree with you. Um, basically for the exact same reasons, he's not gonna transfer to Bama to not play. You know. Tommy Reese obviously got a hold of him and was like, Hey man, it's open down here. If you want it, come compete for it, you know. So I, I agree with you. I I think at some point he's the starter. Yeah,
1: I don't think he leaves at this stage of everything without some kind of promise that he's at least Could be in serious consideration for being the starter. Right. But I think he'll be the QB1 by the time things actually matter on the ball field. But that's about everything from that game, at least the most important thing. Uh, Wide receiver-wise, nobody really stood out. Uh, Kendrick Law, surprisingly, was probably the best receiver in the game. But other than that, nothing to write home about. And then, just a quick note from Washington, Michael Penix Jr. He did show flashes of why he could be a first-round pick and the talent he has, but he also showed why he has plenty of flaws and weaknesses. So throwing off his back foot, uh, was off-schedule throws, off-time throws, throwing before he was ready. You could tell he looked a little like Arch Manning, a little hurried at times.
0: Right. But he did... He showed good and bad. But, you know, it's a spring game. That's what you're going to get. I feel like this is the same roller coaster every year with Michael Penix. I mean, I know that you and I both really like him and think highly of him. I and mean, he has potential, obviously. Um, but then he does, like, simple, stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. When, and it's and I, I say stupid. I know he's not stupid. But it's it's not like he's a freshman.
1: Yeah, when it's good, it's really good. And when it's bad, it's. The highs are high damn and bad. lows are low. Right. But i still got him in my top five quarterbacks for 2024. So we'll see what he does when the season rolls around. Hopefully he keeps his stock up. It would be nice, good little story for him to sneak into the first or second round next year. But then we'll go up to Oregon State. Uh, not going to talk about DJU. No, he didn't look it's DJU. I'm pretty much cutting bait with him at this
0: point. I don't really want anything to do with him. Yeah, there's here. There's a reason he's my Dynasty QB19. Yep. Then you mean Debbie. Y- yes, sorry. Okay, just making it's, sure. The coffee hasn't kicked me yet. Debbie QB19. There There, is a reason that's the case. I agree with you, man. Just it's, making sure you didn't get a head
1: start on your mixed Dynasty
0: Debbie rankings. That will have no, come that'd soon. That'd be way too high. That, that's why I had to make sure. And just had to check on you. Dynasty Devin ranks combined, you'd probably be in the 60s. Maybe even later. I think there's 32 starting quarterbacks plus 20. That's at least 52. And I'm sure there's tons of backups that are better. And I'd still have them
1: all the way down there at 99. Yeah, With a bunch of space in between. I'd be about in the same boat. But one guy I am very excited about. Freshman Aiden Childs. He showed off his dual threat abilities and his big arm. and He looks pretty fucking good. He's looked good all spring for the most part. Although running with the third string but he did look very good in the spring game and it would not surprise me one bit if he walks into next season the starter. Or, by God, DJU continues to play like dog shit and Ian Childs jumps up the depth chart throughout the fall ball season and we see him QB1 at some point this year.
0: Looks like he's got a spark, that's for sure.
1: Oh, I I like him. He's one of my my favorites. Speaking of... One of my favorites, somebody I wasn't too high on initially, but now I'm starting to like the guy more and more the more I watch film on him and read things about him. uh, Freshman quarterback at Oklahoma, Jackson Arnold. He got in the spring game, showed off his wheels on a pretty long run, showed he does have some dual threat abilities there. Uh, He completed a couple passes in some very tight windows that, quite frankly, not a lot of quarterbacks can make, especially a freshman. And with the way Dylan Gabriel played last season, I wouldn't
0: be surprised if we see Jackson Arnold starting midway through the year, if not earlier. Right? There, there is a reason Jackson Arnold did pretty good at the Elite Eleven, so put that on display. In my opinion, um, like you said, showing off his wheels, kind of. I didn't necessarily think he had that, but no. um, he looked he looked good, and like you said, piggybacking off what you said. Uh, Gabriels didn't look good last year, so it could be his job. Could be. So we'll see. Uh, I
1: initially thought he was more Baker Mayfield. Right, right. Maybe he's more Johnny Manziel. It could be. Great college quarterback. Yeah, and I've seen uh, other people's rankings, and he's much higher than what I have him in most people's
0: rankings. I've seen him even top five overall, Debbie rankings. I, I mean, I haven't watched a ton of film on him, but... I, I think that's a little high. I He's probably a top five QB coming in this class. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, yeah, not a top five Debbie quarterback. That's, he's definitely a lot of
1: people's QB one for this class. So I was, again, I didn't you know, do much research on him or film study or anything like that until recently. So maybe rightfully so he could be that high. I still don't have him that high. I got my guy Dante Moore. Yeah, I'm right. Firmly there planted
0: in that position right now. Yeah, Dante Moore is easily QB one. Jackson Orle is probably three for me right now in this class. Yeah,
1: I know. I have Aiden Childs probably top five now. Yeah, I need to watch more him. Yeah. Oh yes, sure. you do. You be very excited. I'm very very excited. Right, speaking of the Pac twelve, the Ooh. prime time. Ooh. And the, the stadium th- was packed. Yeah, the game that forced. Supposedly Alabama from ESPN to ESPN+. Plus, Colorado and Deion Sanders. And Shredder Sanders. Colorado and Deion <laughs> Sanders. But man, there is so much shit going on in that program that... Just wow. It amazes me. They've had about 18 people transfer since the spring game. But... Yeah, that one wide receiver, I
0: can't remember his name, but he had like... He had 160 yards,
1: yeah. and he was boohooing because Dion wouldn't give him number one. Number one, yeah. So he transferred. I mean, in my opinion: if I'm the coach and I'm Dion, if you're gonna, you know, boohoo and piss on my Cheerios because I won't give you number one, I don't want you on my team. I don't want that type right. of
0: player that gives, is gonna do that kind of action over. The, a you're number. gonna get pissed. You didn't get your way, and be a crybaby. Yeah, don't let the door hit your ass on the way out. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. So, but uh, Deion knew this was coming. He
1: said it many a times that I think nine of the 11 defensive starters that will be starters for him, he said, aren't even on campus yet. There's plenty more players to come in, and I guess they were overweight by about maybe 10-ish bodies. So they had, they had bodies to shed. Right. So it's not as big deal as many would perceive it to be to the naked eye.
0: Well, and this is just a good opportunity for... You know, and on the flip side of that, these guys that uh, you know put some tape out there to show that they're actually viable and transfer and actually get a scholarship or something. You know, so mm-hmm. good for them. Yeah, so that's
1: about the biggest news coming out of the game, I guess, like in general. But we'll start off with a freshman running back, Dylan Edwards. The guy's about a little under buck seventy, soaking wet. But he did flash his speed from the get-go, shiftiness. He showed he's a willing runner between the tackles. That was the big concern for him. And just so happens the two biggest runs of the day he had were between the tackles. Right. So maybe a little less concerned for Coach Prime walking out of this game with Edwards that maybe he can do a little bit more than what people think. Obviously he's going to put on weight at some point. But he did steal him away from Notre Dame late in the recruiting cycle, four-star prospect from Kansas.
0: Yeah, I'm going to personally hold out a little bit on, on saying that he's – I mean, yeah, he's willing to run between the tackles, but being good at it's a different thing. That Colorado defense is not good. So, not yet. Not yet. Well, the Colorado defense in the spring game was not good. Um, not taking anything away from Dylan Edwards, but I'll, I'm going to hold out on saying that he's good between the tackles. Like you said, 170 pounds soaking wet. Uh Leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, unfortunately. But and it, he he will put on fifteen, probably 15, 20 pounds. You know, so it's it's just a matter of time.
1: Yeah, and with this team, I don't think he was going to be expected to be RB one Year one right out yeah. of the gate. No. So he'll he'll be fine for the time being. Yeah, and with this offense, they're not going to read. They're not going to have a hammer like that. So he, he'll have a role. Right. But Travis Hunter. who uh, Made a couple good catches. That touchdown was nice. Mm-hmm. He looks like a legit wide receiver one in my eyes.
0: He doesn't look uh, like a DB playing wide receiver. No, he does not look like a DB playing wide receiver. I know there's a lot of people in the community that are uh, worried about, you know, is he going to pick DB or wide receiver, blah, 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 but... You know, we've seen it in the past where football players play both sides of the ball, and I think Travis Hunter could be one of those guys. He, it, yeah, it's not like he's forced to play wide receiver; he wants to play wide receiver. So, and he and he looks damn good doing it. And it, it sucks because it, he could be the wide receiver one on this team, but you know, the guy's just dangerous with the ball in his hands, and he runs good routes for a former for a DB. You know, and Shader obviously likes him and trusts him. You know, chemistry went back to last year. Yeah, they got something cooked. Sorry for the uh, noise traction. if you heard
1: that? My dog decided he wanted to scratch his bones. come right up by us, and get a little bitch going. I love dogs. Yeah, they, they have a true connection on the offensive end. And like I said, he's the best receiver they got, especially now. Yeah. Even with once, uh, the new players come in that Dion spoke about. He's still going to be the best wide receiver they have. All right. So we'll see if he makes um, more of a full-time switch over there. But from what Dion was saying during the game, he's still going to play both ways. That's what he does want to do. And he
0: is going to give him the opportunity to do so. I don't see him being out there uh, offensive snap-wise, maybe 20, 25 snaps a game. You know what I mean? It's It's not like he's going to be... Full time out there every play wide receiver. You know, right. He'll he'll be out there, you know, one out of every
1: three or four plays. Exactly, and then he also mentioned incoming five star DB Cormani McLean. I believe he flipped from Miami to Colorado. He will be coming in, and during the fall, he also hinted that he he's going to play both ways as well. That's something that Cormani's interested in. That Dion yeah. wants the award. know you want to play both ways.
0: I'm going to play a, if you want. If you're to good give at the it.
1: opportunity, right? If you're good at it, I'll let you do it. So him and Travis Hunter are going to be a hell of a one-two punch of DB. And
0: oh yeah, it could then be a hell of a one-two punch oh. of court, court. or sorry, wide receiver as well. Right. Uh, what I love about Dion is he's like he's a man's man. Like he, you want to play for him. You know what I mean? And if you want to work your ass off and play, he's a seems like you're gonna you're gonna be rewarded
1: but if you're one of those soft-ass former Colorado players that hit the portal and you thought you were just gonna have your job back or have your spot not have to work for nothing that's not for him even down to the details I've seen one video that has been going around for months just during weightlifting he's a black socks guy everyone has to wear black socks he loves uniform everyone to have the same equipment same colors a big yes. fellow was wearing white socks. He walked his ass into the weight room, saw that, and said, "Uh, uh-uh, get out. Right. White socks? No, no. Get some black socks on and come back. Until then, get out. Right. Just stuff like that.
0: He is a hard ass. It's structure. Exactly. It's what it's what these young men need. Um, I'm a firm believer in discipline and in some of the ways Dion thinks. I, I think he's he's a hell of a coach, and he's gonna. I think he's gonna shoot up the coaching." carousel.
1: Oh yeah, he's
0: I mean he already has. He went from Jackson State to Colorado. It's I mean, he's a two hell more recruiter. S- his next job's gonna be a power five school. Or a a, bigger, a, a, a big power, power five, five, five school. school.
1: Yes. he's a hell of a recruiter. I'd put him up against fucking anyone in the nation recruiting wise. Uh, some people still question his coaching abilities. But just because he's the head coach doesn't mean necessarily he's got to be a great coach he's surrounded himself with great coaches former head coaches as well leaders that he's spoken of I mean fuck he the, plucked the Kent State head coach that was the current coach wasn't fired plucked him to willingly leave his post to come be the OC right like I said he doesn't have to be great exes and those guys but he's a hell of a
0: motivator dion De- has got a lot of going for him like you said motivator he's a a, a guy's coach He. You know, reward you if you work hard for him, and he's um. His name carries a lot of weight, you know, and I I feel like, he doesn't have to be a great coach. He's a leader of men, and it's all he needs to be. You know, like you said, if he surrounds himself with, uh, high recruits, good good players that are willing to put in the work, and coach, you know, positional coaches and coordinators that know what the fuck they're doing, he he'll he'll be here for a while. Absolutely.
1: Uh, speaking of Sanders, Shadur, I thought he looked pretty fucking good. It looked like he does belong on this big stage so far, although it was against a shit defense. But he did look good out there. This offense they're
0: running, he's gonna flourish. Yeah, he's I gonna mean, put up big numbers. He's I didn't look I, good doing it. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't watch the whole game. I felt no reason to. After mm-hmm. about, you know, 20, 30 minutes of watching, I saw what I needed to see out of Shadur. To me, he looked like the best quarterback in any spring game I've watched, by far. Um, Dual threat ability, he had a couple scrambles that looked great. He had the one throw that I was oohing on about the U, where it was a uh, defensive offsides or something, and he knew Mm -hmm. it was a a time to take a chunk play to make a throw, and he made a beautiful throw. was looking off receiver, looking off defenders. I mean, he he was doing everything, the nuances of the game brilliantly. He, I loved what he put
1: on tape this week or this game. Oh, well, he showed about every facet of the game. He said the, uh, showed off the intelligence, the football IQ that played knew it was a free play, chucked it up, but also only to where his guy could get it downfield. Uh, he showed off the running game that he does have. He can bring a little bit of that to the table if he chooses to do so. Shut off the deep ball, the passing, intermediate passing game. He went through his reads really well. So he showed you a little bit of everything.
0: Yeah. He, he put some good tape out during the spring game. I mean, he, I was already in love with, with him as a Debbie prospect, and I'm more so now. You know what I mean? Yeah, he <clears throat> is. He's something, all right. He is...
1: It's going to be a name to watch, of course. We've been saying that for the longest now. A lot of people are finally starting to catch on, but not as many as I think should be. You either love him or you hate him, it seems like, in the community. Yeah, there's no in-between.
0: You're in or you're out at this point. You think he's going to be good, or you think he still sucks? Um, There's no really... There's no in-between. No, there's not. He's a middle-of-the-pack guy, like you said. Like, for me, he's... He's currently QB4, which understandable. Williams may yours, and I love him. It's going to take a little bit for him to overtake yours. I mm-hmm. think Drake May's pretty well solidified it, too, for me. Um, but yeah, he's either right there at four for guys or he's down there at ten for guys. Yeah, if that.
1: But that'll wrap it up for these three games that we watched this past weekend, all the notables that we thought were good to share what our thoughts and feelings were from just this past weekend upcoming uh, this weekend, there's still one big game left, Oregon so we'll see Bo next uh, hopefully we'll see, I think freshman Austin Novosad is at Oregon so I think we'll be able to see him and of course, Troy Franklin I think Jerry on Dickey is there as well running, really running back. Nor- wide receiver
0: he was, didn't he get a running back too?
1: Yeah, last year uh, Bucky Irving or yeah, okay. Marquise Irving be able to see him. So another game to just keep an eye on if you can catch it. I know I'll be watching it if I'm able to. But that wraps up all the spring game madness and all of that nonsense going on that some people may not care about at this point. But this week, you know, the theme of the episode was continuing our class favorites worked our way up from freshman sophomore now we're at juniors so the 2024 class which is absolutely loaded i know i gave you the nod this week and told you go ahead just pick all four of your guys at once there's plenty to go around this class so.
0: i i left you a, i left you one position that you well kind of two really because there was a Regardless, I, I left you some options, but the the class is deep as fuck. Oh, yeah, there's plenty of options.
1: I still, even after I saw your guys, I still had a hard time picking mine. I, I had a really hard time,
0: outside of one. Yep. So well, well, two. We'll start off with you and your low-hanging fruit, Caleb Williams. Yeah, well, like you said, it's, it's low-hanging fruit, but these are the guys that are coming out next year. They're, they've already made a name. They're established. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Caleb Williams, pretty simple, Uh Obviously both of our Debbie QB ones um, If he was in the NFL right now He'd be probably for me A top 6 quarterback He's I think that highly of him He can I was do it all just about to ask you that How high?
1: Yep, how high you'd have him today In Dynasty
0: I mean I can List them all for you real quick So Obviously our guy Patty uh, Jalen Hurts Joey B Josh Allen That'd probably be, am I missing a big one? I think I'm missing one.
1: Uh, Not for me. I'd have That's what I mean. I got like. Talking Herbert, Lamar, Lamar, Kyler, Fields, T-Law.
0: Maybe maybe T-Law.
1: I I like Caleb over A-Rich. I'd have him five comfortably. I'd I'd probably have him five, yeah. Obviously, there's a debate, like I said, between four guys, T-Law, Herbert, Kyler Lamar and maybe
0: even Deshaun if you're a Deshaun guy still I'm not a Deshaun guy I I like Lamar's ability because he can run but like I I have Justin Herbert and T-Law both above him personally
1: okay he, makes sense yeah comfortably have him that high I know a lot of people wouldn't at this point but look at Kyler Murray I mean instantly he came in and he was the man he was producing top top five, top eight fantasy numbers from the get go, and hasn't looked back since. Right. So I, even back then, I don't think it was crazy to put him in that top five to eight range before he even touched the field. And I feel the same way about Caleb Williams. I've said before, I get
0: Kyler Murray vibes to his game, the way he runs and moves. The good Although thing is bigger. The, I was about to say, but the, the better thing about Caleb Williams is he's two in two, three inches bigger. Yeah. He can absorb some of them hits. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any reason to really go in-depth about Caleb Williams. Everybody knows what he is. He's a monster. He's probably the most touted Debbie quarterback we've seen in, in quite some time. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it's Caleb fucking Williams. Yeah, he's a beast.
1: He has been from day one and continues to do so. There's no prospect fatigue with him whatsoever. He's just that fun to watch.
0: When he replaced Spencer Rattler, people should have known. Yeah midseason you know,
1: I'll go ahead with my quarterback I had about fucking five guys I was choosing between I mean I could have went with uh, Joe Milton a little bit of a homer pick being a Michigan fan could have went with the homer pick of J.J. McCarthy or you know, Shadur Sanders of course yeah but but we've, we've talked about all them guys I like the pick you made I know so I went with the not so golden mullet because he doesn't have it anymore Quinn Ewer's I'm still on him, like white on rice. I still think he has the potential to be quarterback two in the class. He still has all the goods that everyone thought he had when he was perfect. Score the perfect prospect and the highest rated prospect and all that jazz. And he's finally coming into his own, I feel like. He's finally getting that experience, getting the consistent reps. He's continuing to step up and be the man and progress, progress and continues to
0: improve, and I think he's finally getting there of what people wanted to see. I think as a player, we're going to see him break outside of his shell this year because they can't rely on Bijan because he's not there. So, I I love this pick. I mean, pardon the metaphor, but I feel like his balls have dropped at this yeah, point. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, he's only two years removed from, should be two years removed from high school. You yeah. know? I mean, I know he's three because he enrolled early, but he enrolled as a junior or after a junior. Yeah. So. But that's just the way. It's looking to me.
1: He's, he's going through puberty. This is nut up or he's shut up. up time for Quinn Ewers, uh-huh. and I, I think he's going to nut up from everything I've read and seen, especially with the weapons that are surrounding him. He's a very lucky guy. Yeah, absolutely.
0: He's going to have some fun out there. What uh? You got Xavier Worthy to Chavy on. I can never remember the wide receiver's name. Jonathan Cook. Yes, thank you. Also, Jordan
1: Whittingham out there Whittingham. wide, uh, Ad Mitchell. Don't forget about him. Mm-hmm. He had a big catch in the spring game. And then uh, there's another freshman wide receiver. I believe it's uh DeAndre Moore Jr. is his name. I apologize if I got that wrong. I know it's Moore Jr. and it's uh, D.E., It's either DeAndre or D Anthony. Again, apologize if I got that incorrect. But he is a four-star recruit, I believe. So he can make an early impact as well. He's a freshman this year? Yes, he is. Same class as Jonte Cook. So there's
0: plenty of mouths to be fed in that offense for him. He's gonna have no shortage of options. Well and the good thing after that is once he leaves the next quarterbacks are gonna have guys to throw the ball too, so Yeah, if uh, I had to throw my vote in there I'd be voting for Malik Murphy. DeAndre Moore Junior. Yep. 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 Okay. So he could also make an impact as well. And he's the same body type as Jonte Cook, six foot, one Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Sark's got a type, it seems like. That he does. <laughs> that he does. Likes bell cow running backs and slender speedster receivers.
0: And that's what they're building over down there in in Texas. That's for sure. But yeah, I mean, I, I love the Quinn Ewers pick. I know I said earlier that Drake May's pretty much got QB two locked up for me. Um, I say that because I feel like it's going to take a lot for Quinn Ewers to to overtake Drake May. Not saying he can't do it, but it's gonna take a lot. Like, he could still be my QB two. It's just it's gonna take a lot.
1: Especially consensus wise around rookie classes and Debbie circles. It's gonna take a lot. Right. They're still feeling shunned
0: and burned by what he's done so far and that he's a bust. So you, you gotta think that you gotta in my opinion we still need to give him not time but a little bit of credit. Last year was his first year starting. He was a sophomore. He enrolled early to Ohio State and didn't get shit for PT. It's not up or shut-up time. You know, it's... Yeah, and he saw, also We injured saw flashes last year. Last year He's he also saying. injured last year. You know. Yeah, we saw flashes. It's not like he went out there and played, like, dog shit the whole year. Yeah, before he got hurt against yeah. Bama, he was looking fucking good. hmm And maybe it was a confidence thing or something after he got hurt. You know, because yeah, I, I, I feel like after he came back, he was just up and down. But... yeah, know, move on to the running back position.
1: I did go with a homer pick. I went with Donovan Edwards. I'm not comparing him to Jameer Gibbs whatsoever, but same type of player. More of a receiving PPR type of guy. Again, highly recruited. We've seen lots of good from him. I don't think we've really seen much bad, other than people question can he run between the tackles? I think he can because he has shown it. It's not, I mean, it's the Michigan offense. It's not like we run an outside zone all the time. Right. You're, you're not but a spread
0: oriented team.
1: Right, he got plenty of carries with Blake Corum out,
0: so I think he proved he can run between the tackles. With Blake Corum out, I think he proved. I mean, he was already the better prospect, in my opinion, even with Blake Corum on the team. But I think he proved that he's significantly the better prospect when Blake yep. Corum was out. Um, just ask that Ohio State defense. Can he run between the tackles?
1: Um, I mean, it sure
0: looked like he did to me. Donovan yeah. Edwards is good, and I, I, it is a homer pick. But I can't be mad at you. Edwards is a beast, man. He's he'll probably be the third third running back off the board next year.
1: Yeah, I think we'll see a, a rise out of him this year. A lot of people are still, they haven't, they're not necessarily down on him, but they're not super high on him. Right. So we'll see what he does. But Like I said, he's a Jameer Gibbs type of playmaker. Well, exactly. You also
0: brought in, the, bring up the fact he can also catch the ball. So. he proved that from day one when he had a 198 yards as a first start. Yeah, as a yeah. freshman, and three touch, three touchdowns. Yeah,
1: he he killed it. And um, you know, he's a guy again like Jameer Gibbs. I know, keep saying it, but someone you can split out wide and be a weapon, not just dump offs. Put him out, put him out in the slot and actually run some routes, not just yeah, not
0: just swing passes. Exactly,
1: very versatile. We saw. Jameer Gibbs go twelfth overall to already loaded backfield because he is that type of offensive weapon that you can do multiple things with him. Yeah,
0: the Jameer Gibbs pick to me Dude, don't worry, we're saving that one. No, I'm just saying it was it was weird. But that, that should tell you how highly they think of these guys that can catch the ball. Exactly. Move so. them all around the formation. Right. Like your old school Percy Harvin type backs. Yeah. You know. Precisely. Low. Deep D- yeah. We'll, we'll get on to your wide receiver. Or sorry, no, running back. Running back, come on, get back in the game ball. Um, Trayvon Henderson, man. Um, you gave me my picks first, so I just... Lots of home runs in this the, episode. Well, yes, but you can't blame us. and It's not like these guys are bad. Um, I think it's going to be a washroom's repeat of last year in a way. It's going to be... A uh, fairly split back food between him, Mayan, and probably Dallin Hayden at this point, um, which in fantasy terms isn't a bad thing because it's less wear and tear, leaves more tread on the tires. Um, I feel like Travion Henderson's best year was obviously his freshman year, and when he goes and there's a draft, it'll still probably be the same. Um, but he's already put on tape what he can do, kind of similar... And not really similar, but he can catch. He, he can do it all back. He can catch the ball. He's burst, quickness, contact, balance. I mean, he's overall just a great overall back. A little bit of Bijan Robinson to me, not entirely, but in that mold a little bit. He can do it all.
1: He can. We'll see what he does this season if he continues to impress, or if we run into a.
0: And question mark is maybe his injuries. It's the only question mark.
1: Yeah, if we run into a little JSN type of situation, doesn't really do much as last year. We got
0: to depend on previous tape, to where we rank him, where we think of him. So if if something similar happens to Travion, what happened to JSN, you know, missing extent six games plus because of injury, it, it, I'm a fool for picking him here. He, he won't be highly drafted, in my and opinion. Being at the running back
1: position, I'd, I'd have to agree he would drop significantly compared to Jason was still wide receiver one right so I, I still like him I have I do have prospect fatigue with him I think for we sure. all I think we all do
0: but Homerism took me over here so I, and I
1: did hear that he also uh, held himself out of some games or didn't go back into certain games via his choice for whatever that reason may have been but he's definitely a guy that looks out for himself in right. that sense That he's going to try to preserve his body or do what he thinks is best for himself as well?
0: Personally, I'm not going to. I know that he plays for Ohio State, and I want him out there because he's the best back on the team, without a doubt, no questions. Um, But I can't be mad at him. He's a bona fide stud, going to be an NFL draft pick. I mean, I can't be mad at somebody for protecting themselves. That's the uh,
1: the pitch when you go to Ohio State, we're going to get you to the the NFL. NFL. Right. That's now we're gonna get you the well, of course it's all about Big Ten and beating Michigan, blah blah blah. But
0: NIL NIO money's helped that a lot too, you know, they get yeah. paid while being in college, but the, the goal is to make the big bucks in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But there's no shortage of NIL
1: bucks in Columbus either. No. Right. they all all these players have their multi million
0: dollar deals. Yeah. It's they have their hands in lots of things around the city. We see it ourselves. And driving trucks from and cars from Rikert, getting farm equipment. Yeah, it's
1: I believe it's Travion, I think. He also G. does got flip Real the estate. houses. Yeah. yeah, they're already in that business, yep. making a bit off that, plus whatever endorsements they're getting from the companies. Right. So there's plenty of money to be made in Columbus wise here. Absolutely, absolutely. And then we'll
0: move on to your next homer pick. Homer pick number two, but honestly my overall debut player of two right now, uh, MHJ. Again, I don't think there's a whole hell of a lot that needs to be talked about. It's all on film. He's the best college receiver last year, too. Definitely this year. Um, you know, Nobody could stop him last year outside of hurting him. Um, he can do everything his dad did, but he's four inches taller. He's a great route runner, always creates separation, high points the ball, makes crazy spectacular catches. I mean, he's... Again, another guy that's, like, overall can do everything at the wide receiver position. Yeah, so we'll move on from that. Nice.
1: Nuck a homer pick in here for you. His teammate yep. at Buka. appreciate that. My favorite wide receiver in this class? Favorite. Favorite. So your wide receiver one? It's my wide receiver two. Okay, so he's your favorite, but he's not your best. No, well, of course, yeah. nobody's going to take him, H.J. H-A. I have him over Xavier Worthy that I've been on for a while quite a long time but Ekbuka is we've said before he's JSN 2.0 but better does everything better faster stronger you name it, it's just um,
0: evolutionized version of JSN yeah he's he's yeah <laughs> JSN Super Saiyan he evolved
1: exactly yeah so that's why I'm out with him he'll be my wide receiver too I foresee
0: for <laughs> the whole season and nice. the plus side for him, for dynasty purposes, is also a punt and kick returner. So he, he shows his playmaking ability with right. the ball in his he's, hand. He's fucking fast. So now, to was. me, that's the biggest difference between him and Jason is he's fast. Yeah, Jason he ran one a four five. Yeah, I mean which isn't you know, it's slow. not slow, but I, I, I Buka, I would not be surprised if he runs a mid four three. Right, Buka can beat you the good old
1: route running way, or he can just run right past your ass. Right. Jason's not doing the latter.
0: Right, he's he's a route running.
1: Savant. So that's where my head's at with Ibuka. Very good player. I think people are starting to catch on to him and put him that highly as well, which is a good thing. what I love to see. They're a little late to the party, but yeah, yeah. But then we'll move on to tight ends, and I took the, the lowest. lowest of the hanging fruit. Yeah, I took Brock Bowers because you stole my my real pick that I wanted. You, you wanted you bitch. wanted you wanted him? Oh yeah. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I thought it would be nice giving you Brock Bowers. We know, we know what Brock Bowers is. He's a unicorn <coughs> in his own right. and I, We talked about it a couple episodes ago that if he was, as of right now, combined rankings, he'd be what? Mm. Tight end three or four for us, I believe we named him. Yeah, we said. Kelsey Pitts. Kelsey Pitts. Brock Bowers. Maybe Hawk. Uh, TJ Hawk. Yeah, and so then Bowers. Cute, tight end four. Titan four.
0: Yeah.
1: He's going to be, in our drafts, probably a top four, top five pick next year, given we play the Titan premium system.
0: I would be surprised if he fell outside the top three. Yeah. To be honest. Uh, assuming he doesn't get hurt. He's healthy and puts up Brock Bowers' numbers.
1: Yeah, depending yeah. on what your team needs are at that point, or if you're a BPA-type guy.
0: He, to me, like, if you're not, extremely QB needy uh, it, it's BPA and you go you, you got Brock Bowers and a, and a tight end premium league
1: you got a locked loaded tight end for the next 10 years or so yeah absolutely. I do forget it Mm-hmm. but move on to your tight end well
0: I apologize for taking your pick I figured I would do you a favor um, but Jatavian Sanders um, if you want I can let you take this one since you obviously want to talk about him oh man this kid's a beast he
1: uh Loved him since watch him in high school as a quote-unquote athlete as he was dubbed. He could have played defensive end and fucking be the top defensive end in college right now. I remember, I remember you
0: taking him in the C2C league and you were like, I pray he does not play defense.
1: That was the thing with him coming in. Sark said he'll get a chance to tight end, in but he doesn't know how big of a chance he'll give him given he could be an immediate impact defensive player whereas right. as a freshman he That didn't have the biggest impact in the tight end. Sophomore, he definitely did. And he will again as a junior, but I love him. He's a freak athlete. He's a mismatch nightmare. Big, fast, strong, everything you want in a tight end. Uh, To me, he's Kyle Pitts light. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, more weight, stronger. Yeah. Probably not faster. But he can do more traditional tight end things.
0: His receiving ability outside of... Athleticism is Pits, to me. Oh, yeah. Um, you can move them all around the formation. He, like you said, mismatch nightmare. He lines up against a linebacker, he's more athletic. He lines up against a safety or DB, he's too big. It's. I know that's what the tight end position is for, but he is the epitome of a mismatch nightmare. Um, the offense last year, I felt like, had the most success when they were running through Jatavian Sanders. I think this year, oh, having yeah. a full off season, you know, with everybody healthy, blah, 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 that. They'll realize that, and I I think he's poised to have a fucking hell of a year statistical wise. T- statistics-wise. Um, another one of them guys, I feel like it always falls forward. It takes two, three guys to bring him down. He's he's a he's a man amongst boys. I mean, oh, you yeah. can't talk highly enough of Jatavian Sanders. The cool thing about these two tight ends is they can run the ball.
1: You can yes. give them end round, all those type of things. So they're both very... Versatile players, you can do whatever the hell you want with them, just like a Madden or NCAA video game, which I cannot wait for NCAA to come back. Yeah, like, 24?
0: Should be at yeah, 24. Yeah. So I just, My big thing, I know I'm getting off subject a little bit, but I just hope it's not an NFL retitle with new rosters. I hope it's its own separate shit, you know what I mean? Like, it's not the exact same game, plays the same way. But we can get back to Debbie.
1: Well, about that, unfortunately I saw that now with the new timing rules in college that you know, we talked about off off air, I believe,
0: that now Oh like the for, first, first downs, downs it's only yeah. gonna stop for last two, two minutes of second and fourth. Yeah, which is same thing. Or well, not same thing, but it's not same thing, but
1: because of that that I guess they can now use the same engine from Madden even more seamlessly because of the timing rules. That I think that becomes a bigger possibility. But I'm sure it's EA, they're not the dumbest company, they just have no reason to fix everything because there's no competition. The incident was always different. Hopefully it stays the same. They'd be smart to do so and I'm sure it will be with as much work as they've putting in. I mean they're trying to get just like before, exact scans of the stadium, the traditions, the marching bands, the songs, all like the Howard's Rocket Clemson uh, play like a champion at Notre Dame, the banner at
0: Michigan. They're trying to get all that tradition back in the game. I'm I'm excited for the game. Um, never been a huge Madden guy myself, personally. But um, I, I'm okay if the engine's the same. You know, obviously the graphics are going to be pretty similar. They're going to, should look fantastic on oh. the next gen. But I, I just don't want to play Madden and then play NCAA and be like, okay, the only difference is it's just a reskin you know what I mean like I don't want the gameplay to be the same because when we played NCA 14 compared to Madden 14 totally two different. totally different games they played completely different so that that's my only thing but I uh, I'm excited for it for sure for sure Yeah, honestly it would suck if it's just a rescan but damn damn I'm it, still I'll still take it. it yeah I'm, I'm still going to buy it I'll still play the shit out of it I just will you not know, necessarily be happy but th- it'll be the greatest um greatest selling football game of all time
1: Without, oh, yeah. without a doubt Yeah, I know we went to the midnight release together For NCAA 14 and Of course back then we had no idea That would be the last NCAA
0: Yeah no it was uh, Quite sad actually And um, before the days of having to download games on the console You just pop it in and play you
1: so. It was about the same time that the midnight releases Started to die down as well yeah. So I still remember that We went there. to Polaris didn't we? Yeah, because at our local game stop, that was what you doing to, midnight release. Yeah, there wasn't enough sales, so we had to go get a refund and then go 20-30 yeah, well, minutes
0: away to go put our go pay off and get our uh, midnight release copy reserved. I remember yes, that we just couldn't wait another we, we nine the, hours. We did it the day of too. That was awesome. I, I love that. And then you know, getting out there at ten o'clock, eleven o'clock, and waiting in line and. Make you know making friends with people, chit chatting bullshit and talking shit. You know, obviously, you wore your Michigan shit. I probably wore my home state shit. I, I, I remember now. I say that I think Tommy did say. I don't know how you guys are friends. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: but uh. the, the good old days. I know for me, I was never. I always played Call of Duty and all those games, but I was never a midnight release guy for those. Yeah, no. But NCAA every year, it was midnight release for me.
0: Absolutely. It was
1: always the same thing, like you said, Mm -hmm. just shooting the breeze outside with random ass people and college football, everyone's wearing their gear and all that. It was just fun times. You know, back then we were high schoolers or just get out of high school. 16, 17, 18, yeah. Talking with these, you know, 20, 30, 40-year-old dudes about college football.
0: 21. We were 18 and 11. Yeah. I came out 13, so we were 20. Yeah, so just... True the breeze with all people of different ages, all different fans. Just talking the game and talking college good old time reminiscing. There is no midnight release. I know that we're old men and we download the game and pay for it and buy it. You know, buy it on the store online and <clears throat> download it and just wait till midnight and then play it. I mean, it, it kind of sucks because you know that was no good old exciting. times of good old times of hanging out and shit. Now it's just do it by yourself.
1: No excitement. Is, you know, Clicking that A button at 11.58, 59. See if you can get in a bit early and beat the rush. Or see if you can change your console settings to... New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> I've considered that a few times, but I've not actually done it
0: yet. Uh, I'd this a- one, I might have to. I'd be afraid to change the language and then really fucking myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I
1: remember because we both bought the modern PS3s for revamped. Uh huh. You got a fucking got Spanish, a Spanish version. I
0: got a Spanish version. Man. Thank God for pictures. <laughs> thank God for pictures. Yeah I was pissed because you bought yours off eBay and then I bought mine off eBay like two days later. Obviously we didn't buy them from the same people. Yours was perfect. English looked great. I plugged mine in and popped it in it was like oh I can't even remember it was like I don't remember but it, w- it was in Spanish and I was so pissed.
1: What am I supposed to do with this?
0: I can't read it. And of course, it's a modded PlayStation. There is no option to change the language on the mod menu. Right, I can't even navigate the menu. They downloaded the Spanish mods. That was a, a worthless purchase, I'd say. Yeah, a little bit, but luckily there's there was pictures, so right, not not too, it. not too terribly. The game was in English, at least. Yeah, that's what matters. Yeah. getting to the game. into the game, navigating the menu. Like I said, if it wasn't for pictures,
1: I'll, I'll just send that motherfucker back. Yeah, just send me the English version, please. El Americano. Right. That's what I need. <laughs> no hablo espanol, buddy. I thought I'd hit that checkbox on my
0: order, David. That should be an option. They should ask you English or, or Espanol. Probably be helpful. They helped me out a lot. <laughs>
1: Uh, enough, enough of the reminiscing of the bullshit. I, Debbie Perspective, uh, that about wraps it up. I know I've uh, been thinking about this all week. I'm going to put out probably, I don't know, probably next week after the NFL draft is over. Do a little poll on Twitter from the podcast page. the uh, Marvin Harrison poll. Just basically asking Marvin Harrison or XY receiver. you know, Starting yeah, wide receiver three, CD Lamb, probably down to about our wide receiver ten. You know, CD Waddle, AJ Brown, Amon Ra, Garrett Wilson, Alave, players like that. DK
0: Tyreek. Yeah. Yeah. See, if people
1: prefer Marvin Harrison Jr. today, or if they would still prefer those receivers,
0: just to get a sense of where people are I, I at will, today. I I would just put mine out there now. There are only three receivers I would rather have over Marvin Harrison. Jay Jettas, Jamar, and A.J. Brown. No C.D. Lamb for you? Nope. That is interesting. Nope. C.D. Lamb is my wide receiver
1: four. I'd rather have him over A.J.B. C.D. Lamb would be the tough one for me. You'd rather have Marvin over A.J.B.? Yes. Oh, you're high. Uh, Possibly, but that's not a bad thing. Are you
0: high and drunk?
1: Yeah, not today. It's only Friday evening. Check back with me tomorrow.
0: Yeah. Do you have CD's or wide receiver three?
1: I do. That I do. Surprisingly. Ah, So we're, we're flipped. Yep. Yeah. So that that would be the tough call for me. Would be CD, but I think I'd still rather Marvin. I think he's a way superior prospect coming out. Uh, he'll probably have higher draft capital. Marvin will probably be like Jamar Chase, top five pick. Uh,
0: although we are our rankings are different, we have him about the same spot. Yeah. Wide receiver three. Three, four.
1: Yeah. So just see what the Twitterverse has to say about that. See what
0: see what their heads at. Currently, just I, curiosity. Yeah, I, but, I, Marvin Harrison Jr honest-to-God opinion, has a great opportunity to be Dynasty wide receiver one. I mean, he, if he goes to the right situation, I mean, he could be wide receiver one year one.
1: Which is what I'm also worried about, is what he's going to walk into. You know, he's
0: not going to be a... The bad thing is he's probably going to be a top-five pick, and if it's a top-five pick that's, you know, not wasn't, wasn't a traded pick, it it could be bad news. Yeah, he's not walking into a... Uh his old college quarterback
1: like Jamar Chase was right at least I would presume not what but, but yeah I don't know I, I mean, mean it, Texas, it you never could know. happen you never know yeah it could happen but I just that's probably what worried me most is the situation he's gonna walk into being so highly drafted unless yeah. somebody pulls the Falcon and sells the farm and trade up like they did for Julio right
0: but I don't see that happening nowadays no, not for a wide receiver. Really, I think, in my opinion, that only happens for quarterbacks anymore. Yeah, unfortunately so. But, that, but talent-wise, he's there. Oh, yeah.
1: I don't think anybody's going to disagree with that statement. No, I don't think you can. Well, I think that's about it for the Debbie episode. i got nothing left in the take of the show sheet for this week. Uh, next week, we'll come at you with our senior favorites, wrapping up this little... I don't know what the hell you want to call it. I
0: don't know. This whole series we're doing. Our uh, class favorites. Our class favorites. Yep. Yeah. Our class call favorite series. Like, so. And then obviously we'll recap the Oregon game. Yeah. So our senior favorites will be interesting. Given yeah, no, not, it'll be. Because uh, ne- there's not. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't really think of any that are DJU. DJU, Joe Milton. Spencer Rattler. And there's oh. there are some guys but Penix Penix. Pen- 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 yeah. I
1: don't know why I keep saying Penix. I got no idea. Came Ward. You're thinking penis. That's the way he played sometimes last this past weekend.
0: I mean I mean there are go- Blake Corum. I mean, there's, there's a few. There, yeah, there yeah, are the the guys running out back
1: there. room was what came to mind like, oh shit. Who's really out there that's gonna be a, a Debbie relevant senior? I mean Blake Corum, BJ Smith possibly. Then you did turn the page wide receiver. We're in the same issue. Same issue, yeah. And uh, tight end, there's a couple of them, so that won't. Your be, tight end won't be too bad. Uh, it'll be interesting. This will definitely
0: be more of a homework deep session.
1: dive into the weeds for us, right? Some like, guys that might
0: have some last revitalized life to be a NFL prospect. I'm
1: glad I gave you first pick this week because you're not getting it next week, son of a bitch. I want Blake Orham. You can have him. I'm just kidding. I, I can't. I can't do that. You can have him. That's all. You're gonna take mine, Williams, anyways. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. Nope, he actually might just be the second best senior running back.
0: I mean, he's definitely behind Blake Corum, but I can't really think of any in between the two. No. That, that's ne- that's ahead. next week's show. Yeah. Next week's
1: show. So we'll get that out of here. Of
0: course, you can find us on Twitter at
1: Gump7285, then at D underscore Cook93, and then that is K O C H. And on all social media platforms, you can find the podcast page at gridiron underscore FS. Uh, please, please, if you would be so generous with your time, take a couple minutes, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever the hell you're listening to us do. Shoot us a follow on social media. It really helps us out. And we'll see you guys again next week.
0: See ya! Thanks for listening.